I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. We are live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue, episode number 92. I'm your host, Jeremy DeMerchant, and I am here with another special guest. President and CEO of Eric Lawfulm International, Eric has been teaching sales for over 20 years. He is the author of 15 books on sales and success, including his bestseller, The System. Eric is a master sales trainer who has helped over 10,000 students make more sales and generate nearly 500 million, yes, I said million, in revenue. And that's just in the last two decades. Eric, thank you so much for being on Sales Team Rescue. Jeremy, I'm excited to be here. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, no, the pleasure is all mine. So I want to dive in um, and, and share a little bit more about your background. Tell us a little bit more about, about where you come from um, and how on earth you became this rock star sales trainer. Yeah, I actually started off as a sales failure. Uh, my first year in sales, I was the bottom producer on my team. I missed quota two months in a row. Uh, the quota is 10,000 in gross sales and was written up and told I had one more month to hit my quota wow. or I was out. And uh, I started looking for answers and I met my mentor, a gentleman named Dr. Donald Moyne, who's a brilliant sales trainer, hit the quota the next month. And then the following month, I did five times quota and became the top producer. How I became a trainer is I love teaching. And so once I had the skills of sales, it was just natural for me to teach my coworkers. So I did that for a while. And then I went and worked for Tony Robbins. I worked for Tony for three years. And then in 1999, started my current company, Eric Offham International. And we are focused on helping people make more sales all over the world. I love it. I love it. It's, it's so interesting to hear the different ways that people have, have come into sales. Some people just seem to have a natural skill, but you had to have the struggle first. And not only does it make for a better story, I feel like it makes for for a better coach, like a better trainer, because you understand where people are starting at versus some people who just kind of had it, you know? Yeah, it's really true. You know, in uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, in that program, somebody who has a drinking problem that's, you know, overcome it, at least to the point where they're mentoring other people, they they have compassion and understanding for other people that are going through that circumstance. And me struggling for an entire year um, I get it. And I know what made me successful. And with my teaching gifts, I can easily explain it to people in a way that they understand it. So it's been a huge asset for me to uh, coach and mentor others. That's awesome. So, so tell me a little bit more about continuous sale improvements. So, or sales improvements. So you've got, you've got a book we're going to talk about in a minute. You've got programs, um, but this seems to have become the, the standard or the theme of, of everything that you're doing right now. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I, I just stepped back and thought about what really has allowed me to get to an elite level of doing sales and teaching sales. And when I really thought about it, I said, you know, it's my, my desire to want to get better. And uh, I've had that desire for, you know, several decades now. And I thought, well, if anybody models that, Instead of going through a week or two-week training at a new company and, okay, I got trained, 
Now I'm just going to go sell that continuous sales improvement. And I, what I teach is work on your skills for 15 minutes to an hour or more per week. Never stop working on your skills. Work on sales skills, personal development, product knowledge, and technology as it relates to increasing sales. And that's a, a blueprint for anybody that wants to get better. And uh, I love teaching that to individuals and then also to companies. The company installs that mindset with their sales team. So it's not just a couple of people on the team that are striving to get better. It's like, no, we have a culture where everybody is working on getting better. Um, I found that that's been you know, instrumental in uh, my own success. That's awesome. You know, somebody said to me the other day, um, and I was talking to them about hiring and, and accountability for, for new sales reps. Um, and they said, accountability is really a part of culture. And I went, Oh, and it, it was a huge light bulb for me. Cause I was thinking accountability is like check-ins and, and follow through and, and those might be part of it, but the culture piece, it really defines everything about your standards as it comes to sales performance or employee performance in general. So I, I love that you talk about that continuous improvement and, and that, that weekly goal to make sure you're improving. Cause it, it's, and I, I, we've mentioned this before we went live. If you're, if you're learning sales or doing sales in a silo, uh, you're, you know, you're not going to really grow nearly to, to what you could. So I, yeah, I think. Yeah, and you make a great point about culture, you know, and thinking about what is the culture for your weekly sales meeting? You know, for any of you that are sales leaders, you know, watching this or listening to this, do you have a weekly sales meeting? Number one, number two, if you have one, what is the culture and is it just, talking about product? Are you actually doing personal development in that meeting? Are you doing training? Are you, you know, recognizing people? And then do you have a culture of ongoing improvement? I think a lot of companies, they do the training that first week or two. And it's like, okay, check mark the box. Okay, we did the training thing. And, um, you know, I have made that continuous sales improvement a part of my own personal culture. And uh, it's made a huge difference. I'm a big basketball fan. And Steph Curry, as of this recording, is in a tremendous stretch in his career with uh, three-point shooting and points and so forth. And he's an example of an athlete who's lived that mindset. Tom Brady lived that mindset. And as sales professionals and as teams, we can embrace that. And it's, it's, a, it's a winning formula. That's awesome. I was just kind of looking around here. Oh, it's, it's, it's behind me. I've got a little Michael Jordan figurine for that same thing about, about, um, about how do you like, never stop learning, never stop perfecting, never stop like that 10,000 hours or uh, more in Jordan's case, um, that, that level of being of the elite, if you will, uh, I think is, is a decision. Now there's a lot behind it as well. It's more than just a decision, but I think it starts with the decision because you, people that get to those extreme levels, at some point they needed to decide and needed to commit. And even whether it's, I want to be as good at sales as Jordan was at basketball, or I want to be as, um, I, or, or, you know, I just want to be versus status quo. You know, um, if you want to make that difference, the first commitment is how do you do that ongoing weekly continuous sales improvement? So I love, I love the language around it. I love the title. Um, I love everything about it. And I want to give you a shout out because guys, Eric is super modest um, in my experience with him so far. Uh, on his website and on his Facebook page. And he's got some amazing shout outs from like legends, living legends, like Les Brown, Michael Gerber, Brian Tracy. 
I'm talking about the phenomenal work that he does. So I just want to give him a, like, give you a clear shout out here. Cause, um, you're, <laughs> the, I, you, you, you seem like a, a great guy, but I feel like you're a really modest guy and you're a total rock yeah. star. And so I'm okay. I'm, I, I break all the rules of being an Atlantic Canadian, uh, where we're supposed to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And we're supposed to be modest and not brag about ourselves. Um, but I want to brag about you because what you're doing is phenomenal. Uh, now, well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yeah, of course. Uh, so you you work with with companies of different sizes. You work with sales teams. You work with um, small businesses. What are some of the biggest challenges that you see come up with with your clients? Like, what are the, the maybe top two or three? Yeah, you know, I think. Um... One of the things making difference for me uh, is sales scripting, and I learned that from my mentor, Dr. Moyne. Dr. Moyne wrote his PhD dissertation on what separates sales superstars from average salespeople. And what he observed, if he went to a sales superstar like Ben Feldman, who Dr. Moyne studied, or Joe Girard, uh, Feldman was the number one life insurance salesman. Girard was uh, number one car salesman in the world at the time. And if you would ask them, do you use scripts? Oftentimes, these sales superstars said no. And then he would watch them sell, and he found they told the same stories. They asked the same probing questions. They handled the objections in the same way. And so he observed that they were using language patterns that were guiding their results. And so Dr. Moyne did all this work around scripting. And so when I went from worst to first in 60 days back in the early 90s, it was in large part due to the improvement in the quality of my words. And so, um, you know, today I was leading a call for about 50 salespeople. And um, because they know of my work around scripting, they were wanting to know, well, what should I say here? You know, what should I say there? Um, I've been working on scripts now for over 20 years. I wrote a book called Sales Scripting Mastery, which is one of the most comprehensive books ever written on the subject of scripting. So as far as like an idea that can create a breakthrough, improving the quality of the words uh, of your sales team. And a a lot of um, companies, they have resistance to scripting because they simply don't understand it. So that's one um, huge opportunity. Um, Another one is um, I'm a big believer in having vision and uh, I look out into the future several decades Most salespeople think five years out or less. And so if you have um, help your sales team look out further into the future, that can make a huge difference. Uh, The last idea that I'll I'll share is that most people have holes in their sales game. And so if you can work with your team on, you know, is it, um, I'm thinking of one salesperson in particular, fear of going after larger accounts. Mm -hmm. So he just doesn't do it. And so you get him to go after larger accounts, he could double his sales on that, that one idea. So it's looking at wh- where does my team have holes? And if you're a salesperson, where do you have holes? If you're managing a team of people, where do they have holes? And how can you help them break through uh, those comfort zones? Yeah, that, that's, that's huge. Uh, you know, and the, the idea of scripting, and I, I was one of those people that was resistant to the idea, resistant to the idea of scripts. I said, oh, I, I don't use a script. I, I get a feel for it and then I just go with it. But you're right. The same story every time. In fact, um, when I was 
younger where, uh, with my, my dad does wood carvings and trade shows and things like that. And that's where I learned. Um, I would stand behind the booth when I was like nine years old and hear my dad tell the same stories over and over again. And then as I grew up and still even to, well, not to this day, because right now there's no trade shows happening, but, um, even till, you know, 2019, um, I would go up to these trade shows and my, my dad would want me to come along. And I was telling the same stories he's told for the last 20 years. And it's the same conversation to create this engagement. And it might not be a sales conversation in the traditional sense, but whether it's sharing a story or having something that's clever, uh, it once you have something that works, that consistency can't help but, but create consistent results. Well, here's the thing. Human beings respond in predictable ways. So years ago when I worked for Tony Robbins, there was a video that I watched of one of my I'm going to call him a coworker. He used to work for the company. He wasn't with them anymore named Roger. And so Roger says to this audience of maybe 15 real estate agents, hey, I'm only in Atlanta, Georgia here for a couple more weeks. And if you could help me out with some referrals today, I'd really appreciate it. I have a Tony Robbins audio cassette. I gave all of you a fill in the blank form. And if you could give me three or more referrals today of other companies where I could be a guest speaker, I'll reward you with this Tony Robbins audio cassette. And then he continued on with this presentation. Well, at the end, I'm watching what happens, and people are bringing up these orders. These They filled out order forms to buy the Tony Robbins tickets, but they also filled out these referral slips. And then he was giving them a cassette, which meant the, the game was, give me three referrals, you get a cassette. So every time he gave a cassette, he got at least three referrals. So I immediately knew if I did what Roger did, if I had the fill-in-the-blank form, and if I followed his script, which I had on the video mm-hmm. – I would get a similar result. What I'm going to tell you does not even sound believable, but I used that script again and again and again and again and again. It produced over 10,000 referrals. It doesn't even sound believable. That's amazing. But it was one script used repeatedly. And I just knew it was like clockwork. It was just, I would get referrals every time I did it. And so that's just one example of harnessing the power of scripting. And if you're watching this right now and you're like resistance to scripting, which many, many people are, um, it's really about learning what it is that I'm talking about. I got to learn from the master, Dr. Moyne, who's arguably the top script writing expert in the world. He's my mentor. So I've taken his work with his permission and I go out and teach it to others. And it's been very powerful for those that embrace the power of sales scripting because it, it's it is a proven way to significantly increase closing ratios. Mm. Yeah, I think I think that's huge, and a lot of people do miss it because because they're so resistant to they're avoiding trying to sound salesy, right? They they want to they want to not avoid or they want to not sound salesy, but yeah, the script is simply just success repeated, right? And and I think yeah. that's they think of a script as can rehearsed robotic. I have to read it. No, you become the script. So you're just present with the prospect. You don't have to read anything. You put the script in your body through practice, just like Steph Curry does with a three-point shot. Yeah. So it's this isn't about reading a script. This is about becoming the script and having down these talk tracks that produce predictable results. For example, if you do what a millionaire does, you'll get what a millionaire has. If you invest your money where millionaires currently have their money invested, what will you become? And the prospect will, will say or think the word millionaire. So I'm putting that thought in their mind through the talk track that produces that predictable result. And when you have this level of precision in your presentation, it it's so exciting to walk into a presentation knowing you're just going to knock it out of the park because you got this phenomenal script. So when you do this with a sales team, 
you know, it's, it can be massive in terms of increases in results. That's phenomenal. So I want to jump to learn a little bit more about your book that you've got coming out later this year. Tell tell us about the book and then we'll, we'll tell the audience so they can get a little taste. Yeah. So continuous sales improvement is the book. And um, what I decided to do was model Apple's digital hub strategy. And so you guys can go Google that and look it up. It's an integrated strategy with, with what Apple did. So I decided to do an integrated strategy with continuous sales improvement. So it's, it's the book. It's the website, continuoussalesimprovement.com. It's the podcast. It's the sales manager podcast. We have a continuous sales improvement for sales managers. It's the Facebook group. It's the YouTube channel. So once you know that, oh, it's continuous sales improvement, you know, oh, that's all these other pieces as well. And it, it really comes down to a mindset of committing to getting better like a Steph Curry, like a Tom Brady, uh, but doing it in sales in a way where it's just 15 minutes to an hour a week. Not, I'm not asking for much. And so the book comes out in October and uh, we're going to be in paperback, Kindle, Audible, and uh, you can actually pick up chapter one right now at continuoussalesimprovement.com. If you just go on there, you'll see a little button that says, hey, you can get this chapter one for free. That'll put you on my email list and um, it'll give you that, that uh, first chapter to get you off to a great start. I love it. And we'll make sure we put that list, uh, that link in the, uh, in the comments as well. So whether you're watching live, watching the replay here or catching the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or other other platforms, um, you will see that link down below. So that's fantastic. Now, Eric, I want to take you into the part of the show that I call the lightning round. And uh, we're going to hit you with four pretty direct questions. Uh, I I apologize. I didn't prepare for this, but that's what makes it fun. Uh, Nothing, nothing too revealing. Well, except maybe one question. We'll see. <laughs> um, All right. Sounds we're good. Gonna, I'm up for it. We're going to dive in. All right. Awesome. So as we know, coffee's for closers. What is your favorite kind of coffee or comparable drink? Uh, I'm a Starbucks guy. I like uh, Grande Pike with cream and two pumps of cinnamon dolce. Uh-huh. And uh, that's what I get pretty much every day. One cup of coffee, occasionally two. Awesome. Awesome. What's the number one book or movie you'd recommend to a sales rep or sales leader? Um, I like a book that's not talked about much. It's kind of hard to find called future diary by Mark Victor Hansen. And it's all about uh, what Earl Nightingale called the strangest secret, which is we become what we think about. You can find that on YouTube, the strangest secret Earl Nightingale. We become what we think about. And it's having a vision for where you want to go in the future, seeing yourself as that top producer. So future diary, Mark Victor Hansen. Nice. Nice. I will definitely be looking that up. Um, now you've shared one mentor uh, for sure, but my question is who's someone that you've considered to be a mentor in your life. So you can share the same one or another one. Yeah. So Dr. Moyne has been my main sales mentor. Um, Jay Abraham has been my main marketing mentor. Tony Robbins on the personal development side, who I mentioned, I worked for Tony for, Three years, Michael Gerber, who you mentioned earlier in our interview, uh, systems guy, he's the one that actually created my book, The System, as far as the idea for it. So Gerber, Moyne, Jay Abraham, and Tony Robbins, uh, blessed to have um, know all four of them personally. Amazing, amazing. Now, the last question of the lightning round, and maybe the most interesting, depending on your answer, 
What's the strangest thing that you do in your daily routine to stay on your game? Um, I will regularly think, and I think as a strategy. So my grandfather, when he was alive, he used to pay himself $100 an hour just to think. And so I will take time out of my day when other people be like, you should be selling, you should be working. It's like, I am working. <laughs> I'm thinking. So I'll block out 15 minutes, half hour, hour, sometimes two hours in a single day. And I will use my imagination to come up with ideas to catapult my life and my business forward. Wow. I'm at a spot right now where I've spent too much time on calls this week and I'm, and I, and I actually should be paying myself to think because that's, that, that's such a huge piece, right? If we don't have the space to create, like that's what we do, whether we're CEOs or even, even sales people, right? Like the sales role requires you to come up with creative solutions for people depending on their scenario. And, and I think having that space to think is so vital for our ability to not only keep ourselves mentally healthy, um, but to be able to be at our peak level of performance, if we don't have that space that we're just hitting call after call after call and never breathing, it's really easy to get burned out. Well, my concept of continuous sales improvement, which is the book, the podcast, the this, the that, right? Mm -hmm. I predict that that's going to go viral. We'll see how it plays out. Mm -hmm. um, but that was probably a good 50 hours of thought to fully develop that idea. And then I've executed. And so the YouTube channel's up and the podcast is up and all these pieces and the books coming out in October. So that wasn't just put your head down and grind. That was taking time out to really think about <clears throat> what are <clears throat> the strategic moves that I can make to create leverage in my business. And so uh, it's something that I don't think a lot of people necessarily think about taking time out of your day to think and use your imagination to create what it is that you want. And I put many, many deals together by just emphasizing thinking time. Hmm. Wow. I think, uh, yeah, that, I think that's so vital. Um, so you mentioned the book and I want to give a shout out to that link again, continuous sales improvement.com to download the first chapter of Eric's book, continuous sales improvement. Um, and I want to bring up one other thing that I noticed on your website, which is this, no cost networking event that you have every month. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I have the continuous sales improvement community and um, it's free. You don't, you don't have to pay anything to join. And we have all kinds of services that we, we provide at no charge, including uh, a monthly networking event. So it's the third Thursday of every month from eight to nine California time, Pacific time zone. And we do it over zoom. So if you're looking for meeting new people, if you're looking for leads, if you want to be around success-minded, goal-oriented individuals, um, I facilitate it. It's a lot of fun. There's no cost for it. You just go to continuoussalesimprovement.com. You register. You can come once or you can come every single month. And that's just one of our community events that we do. does not require that you become a client. Uh, there's no cost for it. You can invite your friends. So if you're watching this, you're like, hey, I want to be in your energy, Eric, for networking. Come on down and check it out. Uh, just go and register for free. Phenomenal. Guys, make sure you go check that out. Again, go to continuoussalesimprovement.com for the free chapter of the book, to register for the free networking event. Um, any way that you can help enhance your energy and momentum around sales, it's going to benefit you. And as I was saying to Eric before, there's enough uh, need for sales growth. Every single person can get better. And so I want you to maximize all the resources you get on the show. Um, 
Eric is a total rock star and has killer resources. So I don't want to use the phrase, take advantage of it, but it's there implemented. And then as you get to see even more of what a rock star he is, then maybe there's more opportunities for you there, but um, definitely check out the, the free resources. And when the book comes out, I want to make sure that you guys all get it because I'm going to be getting it. Um, Cause I, I want to check it out for sure. So looking forward to that. Um, Eric, before we, we jump off, tell me, is there anything that you want to leave the audience with? Well, one is just a message of optimism. You all have the ability to get better, whether it's better at sales or, or better as a, a sales leader, better at running your sales meetings, better at delivering your sales presentations. And it's not about where your skills are now. It's what you can become. So some people say, Eric, I'm not good at referrals. Well, maybe that's true now, but you could become good. You could become great. You could potentially even master referrals. Eric, I'm not very good at hiring. Well, you could become good. You could become great. You could potentially master hiring. So it's not where you are today. It's what you can become. It's a mindset of optimism. And I want to acknowledge all of you for being a part of Jeremy's community and participating and listening and watching today's podcast. My hope is that you got some ideas that will benefit you. And if you resonate with my message, you know, come join my community and we can continue the conversation. Amazing. Well, Eric, it's such a pleasure to have you on here. Guys, if you're watching live, you're catching the replay, you're listening on the podcast, um, thank you so much for being here. This was episode number 92. Remember, if you want to catch the replay of this and previous episodes, go to salesteamrescue.com. And if you or someone in your organization is ready to sit down and chat about a sales team blueprinting session, that link as well is at salesteamrescue.com. Eric, once again, thanks so much, guys. Be sure to check out Eric's stuff, continuoussalesimprovement.com. Check out the community. Check out the first chapter of the book. Check out everything. This guy's content is gold. And uh, I've got to go brush up on some of his stuff myself. So, Eric, thanks so much. Everybody have a great day. And remember, get uncomfortable, get results. We will see you next year, next year, here next week. Wow, I can't speak today. (laughs) Next week, Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern, right here on Headspace TV. Cheers, guys. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com. Salesteam Rescue.